Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. Welcome to the Lisa Berry Show podcast. I've got just a few highlights from the show this week and would love for you to listen in so you can hear the music that goes in between. Just go to thelisaberryshow.com and click on how to listen. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. And if you happen to be a single person, guess what? Today's your day. It's Singles Day. And as somebody who didn't get married until I was 30, I can fully appreciate the challenges and the benefits to being single. I remember going to a banquet once and a gal asked me, are you married? And I said, no, I'm not. And she goes, oh, are you okay with that? (laughs) What? Of course I'm okay with that. I was terrible. I thought, note to self, never say that to someone. Out of my three daughters, I've got one who is single. And, you know, for the longest time, I kept praying for a husband for her. But just recently, I stopped because I thought, I don't ever want to feel like she's not complete without someone. Somebody wisely said, it's way better to be single than to be in a miserable marriage. And if people have ever made you feel like you weren't complete, you are enough and complete and everything God made you to be. And I'm glad you're in this world. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. If your marriage is miserable, guess what? Nothing wrong with you. Nothing wrong with the marriage. What? I know that sounds like crazy talk, right? There's this marriage group, and they have the four stages of marriage as this. Romance, that's the first stage. Second stage is disillusionment. Third is misery. And then the fourth one is awakening. And I thought, okay, that can't be right. I can't. What? Two stages are horrible. But the more I got to thinking about it, the more I thought maybe they're right. I mean, people always warn you that marriage is going to be harder than you think, but I've never heard anybody say that it's disillusionment followed by misery before you finally figure it out. But it's not such a bad idea to clue people into this is a typical thing. It gets hard. And maybe if we knew that heading into marriage, it wouldn't freak us out so much when it happens. And I think we would all do well to have a little less freak out in our marriages. There was a gal standing behind me in the checkout line, and she said, wow, you really smell good. Can I ask what you're wearing? And I'm like, yeah, sure. It's actually the perfume flap from page 49 of the InStyle magazine. Do you ever wish you knew what people were thinking? Because by the look on their face, they're thinking something, but they're not saying it. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. So I'm at a restaurant with my husband, and... The waiter comes to take our order. She looks at my husband first. He tells her what he wants and she's smiling and everything. All of a sudden she looks to me to get my order and her smile just drops. Like she saw a ghost or something. And I'm like, what in the world? At any rate, I give her my order. I had put on my reading glasses to look at the menu. So I took them off and guess what was on my reading glasses? chewed gum right there right on the bridge between the eyes and she probably thought you are so weird use a tissue
If you want to start a new habit of something good, what if I told you I had the best fail-safe method of achieving that? Would you want to hear it? Hey there, it's Lisa Perry. I know this is going to sound oversimplistic and kind of kindergartenish, but it works. It totally works. It's called the don't break the chain method. And the person who started this, believe it or not, was Jerry Seinfeld because he was talking to a group of students that wanted to become comedians. And they said, how could I become a better comedian? And Jerry Seinfeld said, if you want to become a better comedian, you're going to have to tell better jokes. And if you wanted to tell better jokes, you're going to have to write every day so you get better. And he said the thing that he does is he has a great big blank calendar. And every time he writes his comedy, he puts a great big red X through that square. And once you get a bunch of red X's together, you don't want to break the chain. I think for me, it's going to be strength training. Right now, I have one X in all of last month. So I've got room to grow just like you. Here's how I know God is going to use you, because he chose 12 ordinary guys that had zero draft potential as leaders, and he changed the world, and he fully intends to do that with you, too. Aren't you glad God gave us pets? They are such an endless supply of joy. A dog sitting at your feet, looking up at you as if to say, I will do anything for you. And then you say, okay, drop the ball. And they're like, not a chance. Do you know people that just seem to have such a simple trust in God? I mean, I know in my head, it just doesn't always translate to my actions. I heard about this woman who had just gotten here to America. This was years ago. And she was almost out of money. And the clerk at the YMCA told her she couldn't stay there anymore. And where should she forward her mail? Well, this woman said, I I don't know yet. God has a room for me, but he hasn't told me where yet. Well, the clerk looks at her like, you are a little strange lady. But then she's like, oh, wait a minute. Here's one more piece of mail I had for you that I forgot to give you before. Here you go. Turns out it's a letter from someone who heard her speak in New York, offering the use of her son's room for her to stay. Well, she looks right back at the clerk and recites her new address after thanking God for his care and provision. You know who that was? Corey Ten Boom. I have to know, do you do this? Do you keep buying more of the same thing even though you have ample supply? (laughs) I said to my husband yesterday, do you know I have six journals that are brand new that I have never written in at all? And yet, if I were to go to the store and see one I liked, I'd buy that one too. (laughs) Isn't that funny? He goes, hilarious. In fact, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Okay, maybe a slight overreaction. Do you know having a hybrid car could be dangerous? 
Oh, maybe that's too strong a word. Anyway, this just happened to a friend of mine yesterday. So she got a hybrid car. She goes to work about 11 o'clock in the morning, walks through the parking lot, goes into the building, works all day, comes out at 9 o'clock at night, 10 hours later, and her headlights are on. And she's like, what? Did I forget to turn my lights off? She goes to the car door, she opens it, and it's unlocked. She goes, I never leave my car unlocked. You know what the culprit was? Her hybrid was so quiet. When she got to work, she never turned it off. Sounded like it was off, but it was still running. And it ran all day, 10 hours. (laughs) And I just thought, oh, that is so something I could do. So I just throw this out there if you're a hybrid car owner or you are soon to be. That's a real issue you are going to have to be ready for. We don't really see too many personal ads anymore since the internet took over, but there was one that caught my eye. Hey, it's Lisa Berry. Let me just read a little bit of it. Lonely widow seeks life partner for companionship and occasional shenanigans. Come share life with me where you'll enjoy a lovely lake, good food, lots of friends. I'm youthful, adventurous, and lively. And I've been told I'm beautiful. Did I happen to mention this was a goose? <laughs> it's a goose. A goose in the personal ad. Well, here's the reason they did it. I don't know if you know this, but geese mate for life, like ducks do too. And when Blossom's goose husband passed away a few months ago, she was really depressed. So her owner did a personal ad on her behalf. And believe it or not, there was a widower goose. Now, apparently it was not love at first honk, but after being a little standoffish, they were scurrying around the yard together. And now they're inseparable. And they lived happily ever after. Okay, honey, what's on your mind? Hey there, Lisa Berry. That's what we say to our kids. That's not always what they hear. Here's what I've been guilty of in the past. It's like, I say I want to listen, but really, I just want them to say enough so I can tell them what they need to hear, right? Uh, So I can tell them what's the truth about what they're saying, because obviously they don't know. But I just learned that the first 10 seconds of our conversation with our kids will determine how successful that's going to be. And I'm going to cut right to the chase because, you know, your time is valuable. Here's what you say to them after they start sharing. Either tell me more, or I'm glad you told me that, and thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I just don't know how people with disabilities deal with so many of the things that they're just unable to do. Hey there, I'm Lisa Berry. Ebony works at Walmart as a cashier. But she wasn't looking at what she was scanning. She was actually looking over at the nail salon just to her left, where there was a woman with cerebral palsy in a wheelchair who wanted to get her nails done at the salon. You may know that people with cerebral palsy have a lot of arm movements a lot of times. And the gal in the nail salon said, I cannot do your nails. You move too much. Meanwhile, Ebony is hearing all of this. And she calls her supervisor and says, can I take my lunch break, please? She walks over to the woman, whose name is Angela, looked her in the eye and said, 
do you want me to do your nails? And Angela broke into a smile, even while tears were welling up in her eyes. And together, they went to the aisle with a nail color. And she said, okay, pick out a color. They walked over to the restaurant and sat down. And there, Ebony spent the rest of her lunch break painting Angela's nails. Angela said, I am sorry that I shake so much. Ebony said, don't even say that. You're fine. And Ebony did just what Jesus would have done had he been at Walmart too. Well, maybe you need to get out of the house, but you don't know exactly what to do. I learned this uh, from a gal who does a penny date. Have you heard about that? You pack some food, you get in the car, and at every turn you flip a penny and depending on whether you get heads or tails, you turn left or right. <laughs> and you decide how many flips you want to do. And once you reach that number, wherever you end up, that's where you have your date. <laughs> I think it is so fun. Time to wrap it up for today. That's just a little recap of some of the highlights on the show this week. If you'd like to listen to my radio show, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. And if you go to thelisaberryshow.com, Click on how to listen. And while you're there, you might even discover how I could buy you a cup of coffee. Thanks for listening.